What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Logos Podcast. This is Max, and today it's just me. That's right, your favorite Logos host. Where where are Sam and Joey, you may be asking yourself? They're actually too busy acting as if they're sick in their room. So whether it be because they didn't want to go to class or because they didn't want to help me with this episode today, they're not here. So here I am, again, your favorite Logos podcaster, being a loyal and faithful servant that Christ asks us to be. Just kidding, guys. Actually, Sam and Joey are a little under the weather, so do consider praying for them. Um, You know, I think they're doing good. I think they're on the way up recovery. They weren't too bad, but they did have, you know, some potential COVID symptoms. Uh, but I think I think they're 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 like again they're I think they've tested negative and now they're about to come in isolation and join us soon enough. But enough of them and enough of myself. What are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to be talking about Blessed Carlo Acutis. Why is Blessed Carlo Acutis so important? Well, for several reasons. For one, he's making a huge wave in the church right now. He is uh, considered or soon to be considered uh, a saint. So he would be someone that's even, you know, within the last 10, 15, 20 years um, of church history. Uh, He was born in 1991. He died in 2006, but he was beatified um, only in October of 2020. So he is he's a young man. He is known for his um, zeal in soccer, for his love for our blessed Lord in Eucharist. He's known for his... Uh, gaming, computer gaming, and com- computer programming skills, actually. Carlo Cutis is actually somebody that each time before we record an episode, we encommend our project, y'all's intentions, our personal intentions to, in order to make this thing work. So he, that's, he also plays a big role even in Logos podcast here locally, um, precisely because he has made such a big wave in um, the uh, the larger Catholic Catholic world, particularly through its effect of the the realms of the media. So I'm going to be referring to an article by Catholic News Agency in which they talk about 10 particular interesting facts about Carlo Acutis. Um, there's some really interesting things that happened in this young man's life, right? One of the things happened is that he was actually born in uh, London, England in 1991. Um, they were working, you know, his parents were, were, you know, working people. And just a few months later, they moved to Milan, to Italy. And then, um, so, you know, where, where he would end up dying in Italy. So he's an English, Italian, um, Catholic, if you will. Um, he was, uh, as a teenager, you know, he was, he was, you know, just a regular old kid. You know, you have him portrayed in certain stained glass windows, having sneakers, you know, being super chill and cool. What I would imagine Joey's trying to be like on a constant basis and Sam can only hope to one day attain. Um, <laughs> but nevertheless, he is known for his uh, ordinariness within his own, if you will, extraordinary existence. He was a man deeply devoted to the Eucharist. Uh, he was a young man that uh, loved our Lord and used the... Uh, popular media realms to express this love and this truth that Christ is truly and substantially present in the Eucharist and at each and every mass. And he, he desired to show the world that this was true uh, through the extraordinary forms of the Eucharistic miracles that have happened throughout history and through the world. So he was known for having developed a, a website dedicated to Eucharistic miracles, where again, he would show the world 
that these things have happened and to kind of publicize them and and and, uh, and bring them to a closer encounter um, with our Lord um, through these, yeah, through these beautiful experiences that have happened to people and the way in which Christ has revealed himself in this particular way to, to them. So, unfortunately, uh, Carlo Acutis was diagnosed with leukemia at a young age and um, one of the things that makes him so strong and, and uh, to me, uh, impactful and, and resilient is the fact that he offered his sufferings for Pope Benedict XVI for the church. There's a quote of him saying, I offer all the suffering I have to suffer for the Lord, for the Pope, and for the church. In 2006, uh, he passed away. He was buried in Assisi at his request because of his uh, love and devotion to St. Francis of Assisi, who actually is also, also my confirmation saint. So shout out to you, Carlo Cutis. Um, so his, his, uh, cause for canonization began in 2013, um, and he was designated venerable, which is one of the states towards sainthood in the church in 2018 and was designated a blessed in again, October of 2020. Um, for, again, from a young age, he had a love for our Lord, right? He was devoted, um, his parents actually weren't particularly devoted, which is surprising given that at such a young age, he had the special grace to love our Lord and to to revert to the sacraments and to go to daily mass and to adore our Lord through the Blessed Eucharist. Um, he himself um, went to his first communion and received his confirmation before his parents or before his mother was even married in the church, which is just shows that God's love can affect um, those you love most, even if they're away from the church and you're trying to live a life of holiness, trying to live a life of, uh, in Christ and in grace, it just goes to show that that's all the more true. Um, on a couple of occasions, he is known to have asked his parents to actually take him to pilgrimages, um, and to visit the sites of these uh, Eucharistic miracles where he would later, um, kind of compile some of the pictures he had taken and some of the writings he had seen and, um, produce or would become a website and um, where he would develop something that would uh, show uh, these these things that he was seeing on um, through these pilgrimages online. Again, so his witness led a deep conversion to his parents, to his mom, and um, eventually even the priest saw this deep devotion and, and was one of the you know one of the large players in moving his and promoting his uh, canonization process. Um, slowly his, his family even, um, his distant family began coming to the church and stuff because they started noticing something special about this kid and his love for our Lord. And they wanted, they wanted some of that. They wanted some of that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us actually maybe experience Christ in that way. We see that said friend or said person or said priest or said whatever um, has a, a particular way that they hold themselves, a particular way that they're at peace, at love, at serenity um, in relationship with our Lord, this intimate union, which we all desire um, with our Lord. Um, I think people saw in Carlo Acutis, and so they decided to um, join him in this movement that he was causing in the larger world. He's also known for having uh, defended against bullies. So take that, Sam. Yeah, that's right. He would have defended me, even when you pick on me, okay? Um, although he also did defend disabled kids. Um, so Sam, shout out to you. You know, you do you do only have one leg, so he would have also defended you. So again, shout out to Carlo Cutis for that one. Um, one time, 
when actually there's a story of Carlo Cutis's friends getting a divorce, friends' parents, I, I apologize, getting a divorce. And um, he actually made his friend feel included into his own family life, showing him what, you know, what, what good parenting looks like, what good sonhood and, and um, looks like, and, and just making him feel welcome and, and, lar- and part of a, of a larger community that extends past um, extends past just the, the building of the church, but into the larger world. But that can only have happened because of his love and, uh, for, and devotion to our blessed Lord, who shows us what proper community is like, what proper communion is like, what proper love for our neighbor is. Um, again, he's known for being a programmer, right? He built a website cataloging it and promoting these Eucharistic miracles, um, you know, recognizing them as a sort of foretaste of heaven. You know, here's the thing. Joey and myself have been talking a lot about this whole idea of like the metaverse and just even in the popular world, you hear this, the whole thing of the metaverse. My boy Carlo loved playing video games, <clears throat> His particular choice was PlayStation. Sorry for your Xbox fans out there. Um, I myself am an Xbox fan, so, you know, take a little brownie points off for there, Carlos. Um, particularly his PS2, which, as you know, was released in, two, in the um, in the year 2000 when Carlo was nine years old, which is about the common age to start playing video games now, even, even before then. Um, but he himself only allowed was allowed to play for one hour a week, as a penance and spiritual discipline, but he always wanted to play much more. Um, wow, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I ever I even knew what the word discipline meant at the age of nine. Or, or um, yeah, I think I, I don't think I still do fully. But I, you know, I'm learning. I'm trying trying to figure out how to maneuver my way around that. Definitely penance. I mean, that's crazy that that I, you know a nine year old. I mean, it really. I mean, it has to come from a from a deep. Um, intimate relationship with our Lord, right? Like no nine-year-old or eight-year-old just kind of wakes up in the morning and has these intuitions about about the Eucharist, um, about uh, discipline or about penance or about um, bringing, uh, you know, a, a kid that's going through a rough time with his family into his own, you know, at such a young age, right? Even causing conversion in his own parents' life and in his own extended family's life. I mean, that takes a special grace, Um a grace that God wants to offer to each one of us, but God, in a certain way, um, offered it to Carlo Cutis in, in this in this very special way, right? In this very special way. Um, nevertheless, we all have the potential to be the vessel of Christ in this way, right? Um, but the reason that Carlo Cutis is particularly important it's because he shed he's he's kind of a a light of hope in this modern world that is um, so obsessed with the technology and so obsessed with um, having a public face and so obsessed with with everything that is not our Lord, right? And this is speaking for for myself too, you know, and, and maybe for Sam and Joey here, that it's easy to get wrapped up in um, things that that are superficial, right? Due to our own, um, you, you know, due to our own, flawed human nature that you know um that was caused by original sin we we we're inclined to 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 want to be like god Um, we're inclined to want to control our own realities we're inclined to want to um 
do our own thing. But here you have uh, Carlos, Carlo Acutis. I'm sorry. If I call him Carlos, I apologize. It's just a very Hispanic, it's just like an ordinary Hispanic name. And Carlo is very close. But anyways, Carlo Acutis recognized that um, in order for those things to fulfill their role, they have to be placed within a certain limit. And that the most important thing and the primal thing and the, and, and, uh, the thing most important in our life is devotion to our Lord and his communion with him and his communion with our neighbors. Right. And that's what he did. That's what his life exemplified. And that's what we as um, as logos, um, as um, as, you know, this project kind of unfolds. That's our hope. It's to bring um, our encounters and our experience and our, you know, limited knowledge, you know, um, to you guys um, in a way that. Carlo Acutis embodies. He recognized something true, something good, something beautiful in the world through the Eucharistic miracles, through video games, through websites. He noticed that there's a potential audience out there um, that he could be reaching, you know, and showing them of these these wondrous things. And and it's kind of um, the way we operate. We have experienced and encountered our Lord. We have come in contact with these deep, profound truths and we're bombarded with uh, with wondrous information and interesting and insights and profound um, profound stories of saints and stuff. And this is one of many saints. This is one of many saints who um, who exemplified uh, what our blessed Lord um, wishes for us as Christians to live out into the larger world to to bring um, hope and and faith um, and love to the world, right? I mean, the, the tremendous amount of faith that Carlo had for our Lord, um, he trusted in him. He believed, he assented to the truth that he was proposed. He um, not only assented to it, but he, he embraced it and he fully loved it and was grounded in that truth. And from there, he was able to kind of um, foster hope through um, through the through his website for the world and be that, shot, that light where, um, you know, Secularism just darkens, darkens um, our experience of the world and darkens our our ability to love, darkens our ability to think. And Carlo Acutis, I think, brought before the world, um, and, and the best way he could, brought before the world um, a light, um, explaining to them, expressing to them that Jesus Christ loved them so much that he, he enters um, time and time again um, into time and uh, wishes to to give of himself repeatedly for us in the um, blessed Eucharist. And that's a profound truth. And I think Carlo Acutis recognized that. And uh, it's our hope that we too assent and love that truth which we're um, which we live by as seminarians starting to be priests, as Christians, as Catholics, and um, yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope that you took something out of these uh, these little, you know, these these few facts and know that um, each and every time you listen to one of our episodes um, or, you know, if you know, whatever, if you, you miss an episode or whatever, know that um, you are encommended to Carlo Cutis, to blessed Carlo Cutis um, and his, um, for him to present you and, and uh, ourselves to, to our Lord in heaven. So, guys, I hope you enjoy this episode. As Sam would have it, 
smash that subscribe button wherever it is we still haven't really figured out where it is but i know it's somewhere so do try to smash it um as joey would have it joey literally says nothing so he wouldn't he wouldn't have said anything but as i say and as we as logos together say god bless <laughs>